0: The year is 2014. Brazil is hosting the 2014 World Cup and loses to Germany 7-1. to Germany will go on to win the whole fudging thing. Michael Brown is shot by police and riots erupt in Ferguson, Missouri to protest racist police violence. Flint, Michigan suffers an issue with its municipal water supply, from which it is still recovering and is only just beginning to get clean drinking water. Colorado becomes the first place in the modern world to state license and sell marijuana. 2014's Eurovision takes place in Copenhagen, with Austrian Conchita Wurst winning with Rise Like a Phoenix. Will James and Dan rise like a phoenix to their own musical bests? This is Frankenstein's Jukebox. Hello, James! Hey! Hey there, Daniel. How are you?
1: I'm doing alright. How are you? Great. I just, I just want to say more, more like Conchita bests. Huh? Hey! Huh? Someone write to 2014, I have a Eurovision joke that is topical for only then. Yes. Copenhagen.
0: You are on fire. James. Yeah. I feel like it's been a lot longer than a month since we last recorded, but it has
1: only been a month. It has only been a month, and yet so much has changed, but has anything changed at all, really? Yes, a lot has changed. Oh, right, right, right I have yeah. moved. <laughs> yeah.
0: I am, I am in a new apartment.
1: There you go. That's why... That's why you, listener, you can hear sort of a different kind of, like, vibe.
0: You can probably hear a different vibe, because I'm still unpacking, and I didn't unpack any mic stands yet. I could not find them. So I'm holding my mic in my hand rather than in a mic stand, and I think that that might change the quality a little bit. Well, maybe it'll make it better. It might make it better. It also might, I just might forget that I'm holding it here and just... Slowly get quieter and the mic. We'll see. But I don't think that's going to happen. I do like to consider myself a podcast professional.
1: I also like to consider myself one, and I will, even though the mic is standing right here, I will be like, I know, right? It's just, And I'm, I'm sure you know that because you edited my podcast. I do podcast. know that. I've edited <laughs> your audio so many times. <laughs> James? Yeah? How was your 2014? Let's see. Matt turned one... Uh, 20, Um, good. I mean, yeah. It was just sort of getting through. Uh, kid, babe, having, so Lila turned three and Matt turned one. So we were just sort of like doing the dang thing. Kristen was yeah finishing her first year of, of daycare. Yeah. I mean, we're just sort of, and I guess finishing her first year and starting her second year because it's school year based. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was, you know, little kids. So maybe we had started trying to potty train Lila a little bit, but it was a period of putting your head down and maybe a little bit of like more paycheck to paychecky sort of living a little bit back then because we were sort of getting used to a non-Kristen has a paycheck that is like gonna direct deposit and more like I hope that all the daycare people brought their money because it's pay Kristen day. So it was a little bit of a weird time, but uh, overall pretty good i don't remember anything super bad happening it was just sort of like what about yours
0: well i think super bad happened in 2007 oh you're
1: right right super bad two super batter is the script that i wrote my 2014
0: was fine i moved into my own apartment like i was living for the first time living by myself nice uh which was great I went to Trivia. A friend of mine was hosting Trivia at a bar nearby, and I went to that a lot because that was a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah, just had a lot of fun with Trivia and, you know, hanging out with friends and, uh, I think, doing a lot of brewery exploring uh, and hitting up some of, the, some of the breweries in the area. Because that was, like, I'm not going to say peak time for craft brewing in the North Carolina Triangle area, but it was still going very very strong at that point Hmm. still is let's be honest yeah that was my 2014 yeah nice very nice let's talk about our picks yeah because here at frankenstein's jukebox if you're just tuning in what we do is we each pick a, a favorite song from a year not necessarily our absolute favorite of the year yeah but a song from the year that we love then we will pick three aspects of that song that we enjoy and bring those to the table and create a song promise mm-hmm. that blends all six of the aspects that we bring together. Yes, and then we'll make and then we'll make a we'll write that song together. Yeah. We'll make sweet, uh, and it sweet is music. we make sweet sweet music. Let me tell you, it's not always great, great, but it is always great. So, I, I agree. So James, yes, yes, what are you bringing to the table for? Uh, 2014.
1: So the song I'm going to bring to the table for 2014 is the, as far as I know, which is a cool way of saying, I didn't look it up, but I'm pretty sure, the first single from Bleachers, which was Jack Antonoff's band, I think post-Fun. I think he, I think Fun sort of fizzled out, and then he started Bleachers, and also uh, began producing everyone. And so this was the first single, and I was doing uh, my uh, alternative top ten countdown that I'm Still doing, when I when the muse strikes me. <laughs> um, so, this song, uh, it was one of the songs that, like, every so often a song would come on, and I'd put it on, and I'm like, oh, wow. This is, wow, this is really, really good. This song has... All the production stuff that I really really like. Bleachers would continue to to do that kind of thing. There's a um, an episode of MTV Unplugged with Bleachers that is very very good, and it, it is at the Stone Pony where I think Jack Antonoff saw Bruce Springsteen play. Huh. So he's a New Jersey kid making music, and like there's an acoustic version of it's an Unplugged, you know that Lord comes on that's really good, and Carly Rae Jepsen does does a song on anyways. It's really good. Bleachers are really good. And this is the song that started started it all off, and it's called I Wanna Get Better.
0: Nice. I had not listened to this song before today. Really? Yeah.
1: Huh. Yeah, I don't think I've heard any bleachers. I think that I wouldn't say they're a greatest hits band. Like I I I categorize like Rolling Stones as kind of a greatest hits band. Like if you get sort of a compilation of hits, you're fine. For in my opinion. I am fine. Yeah. Bleachers straddles that line between like hmm, not every song on this album is really doing it for me, but sometimes, for me personally, they really knock it out of the park. Hey, Daniel,
0: what about, what about you? What'd you bring? Well, I brought a song that is, for me, a top ten favorite song of all time. Ooh. Um,
1: I wanted to say that my clue from, from last time was uh, chlorine users trying to better themselves or something, or trying to improve themselves. Chlorine
0: bleachers. I see it. Yeah. 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 Bleach.
1: Yeah. Bleachers. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's diatomic. I like it. So that's. I, I realized that I didn't pay off on my on my clue, because I really want you to pay off on your clue because your clues were very good for this song.
0: Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. So yeah, my your your clue was chlorine users improve themselves with the Ramones.
1: Right, because of the I wanna part. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, uh, of yeah. course. Yeah.
0: Yes. So my clues were hieroglyphics and... Va- va-t'en. va-ten. which basically, va is French for go. Yeah. Uh, like as a command. Yeah. It's like get away or okay, go. Uh-huh. And hieroglyphics are, uh, you know, a series of writing on a wall. I went with the song The Writings on the Wall by OK Go.
1: I, I want to tell you that uh, uh, Sam Smith helped me get to this to figuring out what this song was yeah because i was like wait there's that sam smith song the writing's on the wall is that from 2014 no but OK go a song a a band that i'm far more confident that daniel likes than sam smith (laughs) i i also don't know much sam smith at all i've seen mostly i see them them i believe perform at award shows nice and rip off Tom Petty, but it was fine because well, Tom was fine with it. In the extent to the extent that Tom was fine with anything. <laughs> yes. <fair.
0: laughs> but yeah, the writings on the wall is an amazing song and is my pick. It won't be one of my aspects because it's not something that we could feasibly do, but the music video for this song. Mm. So OK Go, of course, famous for their music videos, right? They have right. they do all these amazing videos in one take, and it's phenomenal. Yeah. If you haven't seen any of their videos past the treadmill one that was that got big in like 2006, do yourself a favor, put an afternoon aside and just go watch all their stuff.
1: Okay? Okay, go
0: watch all their stuff. <laughs> it it's so amazing and inventive and creative. And the things they do in the music video for the writings on the wall are astounding. They play a lot with perspective. I'll I'll get into it because I do feel like it ties into the song. Okay. But it's amazing and I highly recommend you go see it.
1: What's the video where the entirety of the video is setting up a one second shot? And like... Uh, I believe it's the the one moment. Okay. Well, that makes sense. Hey. Yeah. With the thing and the thing. Yeah, Uh, cool.
0: That one is very, very cool. Yeah. But yeah, so, I had mentioned aspects. Yeah. Let's delve into those aspects. Let's do
1: some delving.
0: James. Yeah. What are your aspects?
1: Okay, I'm going to start off with a a bit of a a, a hand-wavy one. You can't go home again feeling expressed somewhere in the lyrics, a la... I reference a line from the song. I go up to my room and there's girls on the ceiling, cut out their pictures, and I chase that feeling of an 18-year-old who didn't know what loss was. Now I'm a stranger. So kind of like a, you can't go home again, nostalgia, but the sad one. Yep. (laughs) Like nostalgia, but also we've aged so cool. That kind of thing. Yeah. My second one is that guitar solo. I'm sorry. I just am the person that I am. And I was thinking... I was driving around today. I went to the library. Daniel will either quit this podcast or (laughs) get really into coming up with cool guitar solos because I thought about future songs that I'd picked where the guitar solo is one of the things. Oh, no. (laughs) James, I'm not a great guitarist. Not yet, but hey. I
0: I guess I'll develop it.
1: Hey, I want you to get better.
0: Uh, It's the song. I want to get better.
1: There it is. Uh, Thank you. I the way I said it it's sort of like a like you need to improve I don't think you need to improve at all I think you do a great job. but if you want to get better, I'm not going to stop you and I'm going to encourage your growth
0: I want to get better
1: Nice And then the last aspect is that it slowly builds back up for the last chorus which makes it hit even harder. It sort of all everything drops out and then everything sort of comes back in until the chorus hits again.
0: I love it so the you can't go home again feeling a kick in guitar solo and slowly building back up for the last chorus yes nice i like those aspects
1: what about you what 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 aspects did you bring for okay go the writings on the wall
0: that's a great question and i'm gonna actually move around a couple so that they just pair up better
1: with I, thought, yours. I thought you were gonna say i'm gonna answer that question with another question <laughs>
0: No, next time. (laughs) I want it to be a breakup love song, because this song is a breakup love song.
1: So by by which you mean, sort of like, we'll always have Paris, but I gotta get out of here?
0: Basically, yes. So the chorus is, I just want to get you high tonight. I just want to see some pleasure in your eyes, even if it's the last thing we do together. Gotcha. The title the writing's on the wall is basically saying we we both know that our relationship is over <laughs> right but like let's just have like a good let's just have one good night and like just have a have a good time together remember what it was like when things were you know when when things were still working there's a great line in this song that's uh it it seems like forever since we had a good day Mm-hmm. mhm uh that is very relatable. Um, and I don't know, there's just this wistfulness, I guess, might be the right word. Yeah. To the lyrics of like, we know that our relationship's over. We don't necessarily want it to be. Right. It's not like we're at this vitriolic place with each other. It's right. just like, this isn't working anymore. Let's have fun. Let's yeah be in love f- just one more time before before going away. So that, that's what I mean by
1: breakup love song. Uh, I love that kind of nuance. That that kind of song I I love when it's like, okay, it's this, but hold on. It's I love when you can be like, you know that one feeling? I love that. That's awesome.
0: Yeah. There's a song that I'm thinking about for several several years down the road. Ramblin'. That like one of the aspects I would bring would be like just the most raw, like an extremely relatable Sad line that's mm. like not that sad, but like is also super sad. Mm-hmm. That like I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to easily recreate that. But also, I don't do most of our lyrics. So
1: <laughs> if you're gonna keep saddling me with guitar solos, by the time they reached 1985, Daniel was making James rake himself over the coals while James made Daniel do 20 minute extended. <laughs> And that's when they became the Alan Parsons Project. We don't know how it works, but that is what happened.
0: That is what happened. I'm and Walter
1: Cronkite, and oh my people god. People had
0: stopped listening to their podcast 20 months earlier.
1: Started again, been like, nope, 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 still no.
0: <laughs> cool. So uh, a breakup love song, aspect right. number one. Aspect number two, background ooing through the song. Mm. In uh, And this one we get... a lot and it's great. It's very very I'm good. I'm so excited. <laughs> and for my third aspect, I've got a like a, it's I it's a drum fill in the middle of a line, uh particularly leading in like so in the the pre-chorus, I'll say. I don't know if it's like the beginning of the chorus or the pre-chorus. However you want to look at it. Right. But the line is, the writing's on the wall. It seems like forever since we had a good day, the writing's on the wall. But I just want to get you high tonight. I just want to see some some pleasure in your eyes. Some pleasure in your eyes. And the drum line kind of slows down on the writing's on the wall. And then, like, at the word seems, there's like this fill that really punches in the middle of the word forever. Mm. And it's... I don't know, it just, it really makes the the chorus just pop that much more. And I love it.
1: Excellent, excellent.
0: So, that is my third aspect.
1: I just want to say, I listened to this song while I was driving today. I did my thing where I have your song, my song, your song, just so I can hear yours twice and mine them Because my brain's like, that's going to help you with your recording tonight? I don't know. There's a squeaky thing happening on the guitars or something. Mm-hmm. That... I forgot, I was like, all right, you need to make sure that this isn't happening during the Bleacher song, because if it's during, happening during the Bleacher song, there's something wrong with your car. And then I forgot until it happened in the the, the second time of, of, of Writings on the Wall, and I was like, I think we're fo- probably fine. And we were.
0: Are but- you talking about like the kind of, uh, almost like the like screamer firework type of?
1: Yeah, bing, yeah, bing, yeah. Bing.
0: I almost used that as an acid. yeah <laughs> Okay, I love these. I love these two. Really we've fun. got we've got a good set. So, let's divide these as we often do into musical and lyrical. So, lyrical we've got You Can't Go Home Again Feeling expressed in the lyrics. That pairs up with a breakup love song. Boy, it's a shame those things don't <laughs> go well together. I have a journal entry from 2014 that is... <laughs> <laughs> we also have our ooze throughout the song. Mm-hmm. Those are our lyrical aspects.
1: Okay, our- I had actually put those under musical, and now I'm realizing that, that doesn't make any sense. I will say, I may probably almost absolutely won't write ooze into lyrics. I get that.
0: I think okay. since they're background oohs... Yeah. I think once we get the music set up and get like the 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 melody of the lyrics, we'll naturally yeah. find where those oohs will fall.
1: You on Candela, I think, mm-hmm. added an ooh over a line that I was like, "That's that's really good."
0: <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> okay, uh, cool, cool, cool. So yeah, I think that I'll I'll put an asterisk on that just because it is lyrical, but is also like what did you did you say an oosterisk yep james has been (laughs) muted (laughs) our musical aspects are a guitar solo slowly building up for the last chorus and a drum fill midline in the chorus slash pre-chorus that really helps pop it james i will go ahead and unmute you now
1: i'm gonna come out strong here for a sec and just hit me with it disco like a Donna Summer nostalgic like slow burn late august disco.
0: Okay. Okay. Here's the thing. Okay. My only concern with that No, never mind. I don't even think that works. Cuz I was, was going to say my only concern with that is like I feel like disco is peppy and with the you can't go home again and break up love song, but honestly that yeah. that can we can easily do that. That'll play right into, it, especially <laughs> Donna Summer-esque. I'm not. Musically, I will not be able to do Donna Summer-esque level stuff. So listeners, I'm sorry, but do not set your expectations that high, please.
1: We will be, Then I can, um, actually, I think the title we should go with is Last Dance. And I have some lyrics drawn up. Hold on one second. I'm going, I mean, find my, that I just wrote the lyrics. Anyway, so yeah, I think I think peppy, uh, wistful nostalgia breakup love song is doable if that's what we want to do. I'm 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 totally willing to go a different direction if you're feeling a different direction.
0: I'm not feeling a different direction, but I say let's play around in the space and see if anything jumps out that's going to be stronger than disco. But I love disco as a suggestion here. Okay,
1: okay, all right. I I think that sounds good. Play around in it.
0: Um, because the thing is our, our musical aspects are very open. Yeah. Right. We just need a guitar and drums and that fits in so many genres. Right. And as long as it makes sense to, if you can drop the instruments out and then build up back to that last chorus, I think there are some genres that that wouldn't work for Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the drop out and build back up, but... I feel like most of them we'd be able to do pretty easily.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, (gasps) I like it. Let's do it. What is it? (laughs) I I wouldn't say no to a Frankenstein's Jukebox t-shirt that says, I like it, let's do it. What is it? Because I feel like (laughs) that would be very good.
0: (laughs) I mean, we could do Ska. This, I think, would fit in really well with Ska.
1: I'm not afraid of Ska. I'm not, hey. I am not afraid of Ska either. I am a staunch Ska defender.
0: I know you are, and so am I.
1: Good. Yes, good. I think Ska would be absolutely doable. Weirdly, and I never put this together, I think that actually we wouldn't drift too far away from disco to do Ska. And, you know, I'm not, I don't, I don't think that that is bad for any either genre, really. Like, it is interesting the thing that I've never seen, be- thought of before. I, I mean, they both
0: focus on downbeats. Mm-hmm. Right? They're both kind of two and four heavy genres with horns. Mm -hmm. Feels like the drums is the only thing that's maybe a little bit different. And I would say the approach to the horns, Mm -hmm. uh, I would say in in your more, you know, pop ska, the horns are definitely a lot more forward, whereas in disco they're, I think, more supporting and also the bass is a lot quicker and bouncier in your ska and mm-hmm. it's going to be That's in your disco. Disco is mostly just going to be. I mean, you you still get very active, great lines in uh, bass lines in disco songs. Sure, but I think it's again a little bit more supportive. You get a whole lot of one and five mm-hmm. root octave, root octave kind of playing around. Yeah, in disco more so than you do. You get a lot more like walking bass lines in ska and like moving around kind of filling in with notes between the chords whereas the you know your disco bass lines are going to kind of more play on the chords rather than between the chords right yeah
1: i feel like disco uses the open hi-hat the opening and closing of the hi-hat the way ska uses the rim of the snare drum yes yes Absolutely. And also, both genres that like heavily maligned throughout time. Without a doubt. Both
0: very unfairly maligned.
1: <laughs> that it maligned in a time. way that you could. It, it's like two steps from like a racist reading of why you're maligning the genre, or misogynist, or or homophobic. or homophobic, or yeah. I mean, I guess, I guess Scott doesn't really have. Does, yeah. Anyways.
0: Is, I mean, yeah, there's. Yeah, we don't have time to unpack nope. uh, the homophobic reason for dissing. Disco, Tune in next but... week
1: to Frankenstein's Woke Box, where we get into. <laughs> uh, welcome
0: to Frankenstein's Woke Box. This is this release on uh, in the fourth Tuesday of every month, uh, and it's where we talk about the issues within the music industry or the. <laughs> Reception of music uh, through a socially progressive lens. I do not have time to do another podcast, James. I can't.
1: <laughs> Listen, I, this is, this is uh, a unique time where I am interested in that. And a better, more informed, differently informed James would be way better at that show than maybe this show in which I will say something like, Frankenstein's jukebox, and
0: we're back to Frankenstein's <laughs> jukebox. Uh, I love it. <laughs> Any other genres we want to consider?
1: I think like a slower ballad genre. I think that there's a nostalgia aspect and a maybe like the the love song aspect, like the happier aspects of the of the lyrics that I feel like a slower genre like a like a ballad or like a you know a torch song or whatever I don't think that we I feel like it'd be a little more on the nose than we, we're describing the song sort of being about which I yeah. think is why disco and ska sort of uh appeal appeal to me because there's that um sort of contrast I guess um that if we were just like, this is a sad one, that it would be like, well, there's more nuance to that. So I think that probably that, I, I, so I can't think of really another another genre that, that seems as, as good to me. I do like the idea
0: of a ballad going like Beth by Kiss style, like... Where we talk about writing the song for Frankenstein's Jukebox? Where we talk about writing the song for Frankenstein's Jukebox... But also in it, I guess we have to stop doing the show, James. We've gotta
1: break up the show. It's a breakup love song about <laughs> But that would be me I would have to get divorced. Cause it's about Don't. to do the podcast I'd be like me and me and Daniel gonna be podcasting. All night. Do 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 do. Cause he, in that song he's like, Hey Beth, listen, we're I'm in KISS. Did I explain to you how I'm in Kiss? <laughs> So yeah, I'm listen. I'm Peter Chris. I'm happy to be here. I'm the cat. I don't know if you knew that. I'm gonna be with my band. So it's yeah. Kiss. Here's your song. Goodbye. Love, Peter Chris. That's actually in the liner notes of the uh, of the album.
0: Yep, and- that's verbatim from the liner notes. <laughs> Disco ska ballad. How are you leaning among these three?
1: I think that I am. I am leaning upbeat music that's where that's where i am
0: yeah i'm i'm with you on that so i think i'm gonna just go ahead and remove ballad from the running here
1: go away so we've got disco and ska and here's the thing they're both upbeat musics yeah the first five iron Frenzy album is called upbeats and beat downs and i've always really liked that, that that's very good that's very good <laughs> all right i think i think maybe this is a you when you're writing the music decision is that is that a thing? No, okay. because I, like <laughs> as
0: much as they're both two, two and four focused, right? And and bass lines are both very active, and the drums are similar. I think like the emphasis on that, like ska, is generally a little bit more staccato than disco. It'd be something that I would, I I personally am leaning more towards disco.
1: I was also leaning more towards disco. Thinking about the drum fills. Okay, interesting. Expand on that. I think that when I hear a ska song that we've written in our in my head, the drums on, on a ska song are less... They're sort of more... Not all over the place, but they're sort of less repeatable. Sort of... They are repeatable, but they're not like a... And here's the fill part. Yeah. Whereas I can easily, I hear think it's a disco safe fill. to say
0: they're messier.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, tune Network did a really cool uh, TikTok oh, about tune Network. About ah, they're so good.
0: If you're on TikTok, check out Skatoo Network. It's amazing. S K A T U N E N E T W O R K.
1: They did a really cool thing on like how hard ska drums are, and it was really interesting. So yeah, yeah. Let's, so let's, let's, let's just go.
0: Let's do disco. Let's do disco. I love it. I love it. Vocalists. I would love to get a not me vocalist on this. Okay.
1: All right. If we could get a black vocalist on this, I think that would be really cool.
0: That is part of where I was going. I would love to get a black female, female presenting. Yeah. Just non-man yeah. vocalist on this. Like,
1: Isn't it weird that the Bee Gees, I would say, probably are the most popular male-led disco situation. Is that fair? Probably. And they did a fall they were famous for sort of a falsetto thing. Yeah. Anytime I think of a non Bee Gees and even kinda still Bee Gees with a disco with a male voice, I'm like, oh boy. But when I think of disco with a a female voice, especially like a Donna summer sort of sort of uh Gloria Gaynor sort of situation, I'm like, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. And I think that's really yeah. weird and interesting to maybe unpack for myself a little bit later. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm, all, I'm all aboard on that.
0: Awesome, awesome, awesome. We've got people we can reach out to. We don't need to, I think, yeah. discuss right now. <laughs> we're uh, going to
1: cold call... Um. <laughs> <we're> just
0: gonna, <laughs> yep, I'm just going to cold call some folks. But, yeah, I would love for it to be, like, not exactly a you've wronged me type of song, right? Because it's still a breakup right. love song. But, like, in, in a way, a... I'm doing what's right for me mm-hmm. type of thing. I love you, but this isn't working and we can't return to what we had. Right. Yeah. Huh? If you can't go home again, type of empowering song is what I want.
1: Right. Okay. Um, hey, uh, a special challenge that I've decided to give myself having listened to our song promises. I'm going to try and write a chorus this time. Yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> that'd be cool. james's lyrics are constantly like so here's verses. daniel looked at the front and back okay well okay there we go no uh no okay all right no chorus there all right all right i mean songs don't need choruses (laughs) don't bore us forget to the chorus is what i always say right
0: exactly i uh had a bandmate once who hated the ideas the idea of like a structure to a song. Okay. He wrote verses and choruses. He just hated calling them that. Ooh, so it's like a
1: nomenclature thing.
0: <laughs> so we had one song that was broken up into, let's see, the first part was Paraguay. The second part was Argentina. He just named them different things. Like instead of verse one? Yeah. So it's like, let's, let's play Paraguay again, but try it with this thing instead.
1: <laughs> On Friends, Phoebe was teaching Joey how to play guitar but she didn't know the names of the chords so she's like all right do mountain man grandma and he's like b sharp she's like what'd you just say i just imagine you at at practice being like all right verse 1 he's like <laughs> it's paraguay we all gave him a lot of <laughs> uh, a lot of shit for it correct also
0: you correct. said b sharp and the musician and me just has to has to say there's no such thing as as b sharp
1: there's actually four b sharps in the simpson uh.
0: james has been muted <laughs>
1: anyway yeah that's really interesting though and i think that maybe adds a layer to that simpsons joke that that's kind of fun yeah if there's if if because they say we need a name that is clever seems clever at first but gets more annoying each and every time you hear it and if like a music it's like an added thing where it's like and now we're good at music and it's like oh no this is even worse i like that thank you for unlocking a little bit of the simpsons
0: of course it's i mean to to be fair like b b sharp is just a c right okay like if you if you take the half step up from a B to go to what would st- to st- like what would normally be a, a sharp, mm-hmm. it's just a C. Okay, I gotcha. In, in the same way that like from an E, you take that half step up, you get an F. You okay. take that half step up up, you get an F sharp. Gotcha. So it's that or, or an F sharp or a G flat, but like right, yeah, it's B sharp. I guess if we want to get into technicals, like does exist, it's just a C, right? Right. It's just a C.
1: If if, for instance, your your former bandmate didn't like to use the letter C and instead wanted to call the
0: yes yeah. B
1: sharp is the Paraguay of notes. Got it. I'm
0: gonna read B sharp is the Paraguay of notes. There's our episode <laughs> title. Boy howdy.
1: Uh, I was listening to a podcast where one of the co-hosts is a comedian but hold hang on hang on hang on they had a guest and it was on a call like a like a transatlantic call and so he kept making sort of like and they like their friend from school like they knew each other whatever so he kept being like so are you saying that you're the such and such of such and such and every single time she's like you cut out there for a second but not to the point where she was doing a reverse bit because that would have been amazing it was just the unfortunate way that things kept working out for the Skype call. Oh, man. <laughs> so then there's a pause, a beautiful pause that they left in, where he has to think about, do I say it again? Because I'm over it. It's The moment's gone. And his co-host was like, you're happy you didn't hear it. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> there's that moment of indecision where it's like, I mean, should I? Okay, so I've written down, um, I'm doing what's right for me, and we can't return to what we had because those are very good.
0: Yes. I'm thinking for the horns that we use, synthesized horns. Okay. Partially because I don't have any horns here. Right. Also, I live in an apartment. Sure. And uh, while I've met my next door and downstairs neighbors, and they're both delightful, wonderful people, because they're delightful, wonderful people, I don't want to bother them. Have you asked
1: if they are dap tones? I have not. I guess. I will I will throw that out next time I see them. Were you possibly in the band Earth, Wind, and Fire? No? Okay. Joy Fati? <laughs> Questions <laughs> D- for Daniel you. He walks off. Yeah, definitely, definitely synth horns, definitely synth horns. So like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Bye. But I feel like we can
0: probably do the synthhorns yeah, pretty yeah, well. Yeah, I think so, for sure. Obviously a good
1: poppy, you know, root octave bass line. And actually, the chorus has to be there because one of the aspects is it's it leads into the last chorus. So, yep. it was going to make me do that anyway, so, which is good. Yeah,
0: yeah. We're going to chorus it up. Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, yeah. Is there anything think... that you want to make sure is in or is not in the lyrics?
0: I think, honestly, we've got it. I think okay. I think we have what we need there. For the lyrics, there's nothing else specifically that I think we really need to have in there.
1: You know what's interesting? It is a lot easier to be ambiguous about gender in a breakup than it is in a standard love song. Like a love, like a, like we, like we meet each other song. Like, Rain New Dawn, like, it wasn't hard. I mean, it wasn't hard at all, but it was definitely something I was like, all right, make sure that you're not bringing the things that you bring to a meeting someone new as universal, but breaking up, it's kind of like, yeah, I mean, there's no like guys be like, <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, a-
0: absolutely.
1: So that, I think that, that that's
0: weird and cool. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Cool.
1: So I will. Um, Yeah, I think we'll, we'll, we can get to work on that. I think this is, this is going to be a good one.
0: I am very excited for this.
1: Listen, I'm not going to let us move into social media. I'm (laughs) not going (laughs) to either. Okay.
0: We're not going to forget social media. We're not going to forget hints. That's what we're not going to do. Right.
1: Exactly.
0: Here's what we're not going to do. Okay. James. Yes. Will you social media us up?
1: Yes. Let's do social media. You can find us as a podcast on Twitter at Frank's Jukebox, or you can write to us on the email um, platform of your choice. Um, at Frankenstein's Jukebox at gmail.com. Uh, you can also, in our Twitter bio for our Twitter handle, there is a link to the playlist where we put each of our picks for every episode. So you can listen to a full playlist of all the songs we've picked. You can follow me on Twitter. You can, um, yeah, follow. That's the verb that Twitter has chosen. Is, you can follow me is. on Twitter at unabashedjames.
0: And you can follow me on Twitter at dantendo64. And uh, you can also follow the SoundCloud, mm-hmm. which is soundcloud.com slash nintendo64, where we post all of our the songs that we make for our song promises, as well as other silly things that I do here and there musically. But pretty much right now, it's just focusing on the song promises. Right.
1: You are an all-star at, uh, at doing these
0: song promises, I would say. I do have a bunch of uh, all-star covers that I've done. <laughs> P- please feel free to check out our, our song promises there. We also obviously post them in the... In the feed here, you can listen to our most recent one that we did called Control. So you can check out our feed uh, to hear them here and there. But if you want, you can pop them pop in SoundCloud and, and have a good time with them there. So, Absolutely. Uh, hey, James.
1: Hey. You know what I would like? What would you like?
0: I'd like a hint.
1: All right. Here's a hint. Okay. I have never paid for an album by this group. <laughs> <laughs> yes, great. Let and, me pull out the receipts and, of all of the albums you've paid for. I think that probably I'm not al- I'm very much not alone in that. Like maybe fami- maybe famously this band maybe gives their albums away for free. Okay. And I think that's the cat's meow. Okay. And this is one of the singles from the album in question. I don't know how to do a cool uh, clue for it because there's very little to work with. I think that maybe is a good clue in and of itself.
0: Okay. All right. Interesting. Okay. I I already feel like I know what the band might be because I know it's a band that you love. Okay. Uh, Okay. And I know that they released an album in 2013. So I'm going to do some research on that uh, album and see if I can figure out what it is. And just uh, hopefully I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, I don't, I don't think I've figured out
1: any of your picks. I think this past month, we both forgot that you hadn't... Done, I ha- Yeah.
0: I, you, this past, past month, month was, was very busy yeah, with I was gonna say <laughs> That was its own entire debacle. But you have guessed a couple of mine mm-hmm. but I have not guessed any of yours I think that's a me problem frankly I love you so much but, but your hints yes. are either so generic or so specific like yeah. I've never paid for an album by this group It's but adding the most people haven't famously right. is is a little bit better Okay but I say that and then I'm going to give a real real clunker of a hint here. Okay. More French. <laughs> well, you got one of the words, right? Oh, okay. There's more to this water spout. That's it. That's the hint.
1: Okay. Well, Daniel, that's going to oop. Oh, wait. Oop. Wait. Hold on. Oop. Huh? We got two more uh, hints to give.
0: We do have two more hints to give. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, For our next episode for 2013, uh, we are going to have two absolutely delightful guests Mm. uh, in uh, Matt and Chris Yule, two hilarious brothers. Uh, You might know them from the podcast Finish It, where they go through Choose Your Own Adventure and other interactive fiction books. And they get every ending and every page for each book and sometimes drive themselves a little mad. Uh Uh-huh and always entertain the listeners. So, we are and so excited to have them. They write lots and lots and lots of songs. They write lots of songs. They've had two opera episodes where it's just been an entire musical from it it's it's been incredibly impressive.
1: I'm not going to lie, one of my aspects relies on the Yule Brothers, so... <laughs> I am excited for that.
0: I do feel like it's time to let a guest do some heavy lifting on the music
1: stuff. And we're gonna...
0: No, we'll see. I'm just we'll excited see. to work with them. Uh, yeah. I've, I've worked with... The, I've podcasted... They've been guests on other podcasts I've done. Yeah. And they're so delightful to work with. And I'm very yeah. excited about working Absol- with them in a music space.
1: Absolutely. It's gonna be so fun. So. They provided some clues that are... Producer Aaron approved uh, for in terms of the songs they picked, Um, and uh, here are the clues. Here they are. I have not. I've I've seen two words of either of these clues, and here they are. So, first I have Matts, and here they are. This is Matt Yule's clues for the 2013. They are, sibling revelry, and Kira Sedgwick is dot dot dot.
0: Okay. All right. I've got. Okay, I know.
1: Okay, I've got money already on what that song is. All right, excellent, excellent. Okay, so Matt, you already creaming me in terms of clue giving. Got it, okay. Chris Ewell's clues are the following. Number one, blood-sucking R&R. Number two, heresy! With an exclamation point.
0: Okay, again, I've got part of that already. I just need to look up songs from that album. Uh, oh, uh, wait a
1: minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. Beautiful, 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 beautiful boy. Oh, nice. All right. Well, I think that's, that's going to do it. Do, do you think that's going to do it?
1: I think that is going to do it.
0: There are two of us. All right. Well, do you want to take us out since I fuck it up every time?
1: Yeah, let's let's take it out. We will see you. Uh, thank you for joining us for Frankenstein's Jukebox. Frank, you for joining us. No, no, that won't work. That won't work at all. He said it forever. Okay, we're doing the not fucking it up part. Cool. Thank you for joining us for Frankenstein's Jukebox. We'll see you next time with two special guests. And until then, see you last year.